Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What is up, Commanders fans? Welcome into Believe in Commanders. I'm your host, Brian Murphy. As always, joined by my guy, AAA Anthony Armstrong. We're doing a, an early preview pod with the, the Commanders facing the Bears on Thursday night. So we're going back to back days, Monday, Tuesday. A uh, couple shows for you here as we talk about the Thursday night football on Amazon Prime. Anthony, uh, how are you doing, first off? First off, I'm good, man. Thanks for asking. Can't complain. Um, weather's changing, you know, I, I wish, I wish that Texas had, you know, where you could see all of the colors that go on the trees. You get right. a few, uh, but we don't get all of that. So I, I do miss Virginia by seeing all of the seasons. Yeah. The, the trees are slowly starting to change here in Atlanta. So, uh, nice that falls around the corner. And uh, as we know, fall means football. So hopefully it starts to cool off a little bit. Uh, the commanders have been pretty cold. Um, we'll, we'll talk about their line going up against the bears, but, uh, tell us about, uh, bet online who helps to bring the show every time. Yes, indeed. Shout out to the folks at bet online. See, football is back. Football is here and bet online. It remains to be your number one source for all of your football betting needs this season. You're going to find the latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends. And as your continued source for all sports wagering info, bet online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events like MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure you use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. Brian, real fast though. Yeah, the are the Braves. I, I, I don't I'm not. Hopefully, I'm not picking a sore spot. Are the Braves in it, or did yeah. they? They yeah. are. They uh, they're they're playing right now. I shaved the stash for a playoff stash there. If if you're watching, uh, but it's not going well so far. As of right now, it is six to one Phillies. The Phillies are putting it on the Braves at home. So not a good start. The game one. It's only game one. Yeah, y'all got they got a lot of games to play. A lot of lot of baseball. The Braves did lose their first game of the postseason last year, went on to win the World Series. So I'm not too worried yet, but the Phillies do look pretty good. So hopefully go. good news there. But you can bet on all the MLB playoffs at, at Bet Online. They got everything for you. So use that code and they'll match it hundred percent. I can't I thought I was reading that wrong. hundred percent. You put in a hundred dollars, they will match it. I mean, that's pretty sweet. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And it's fun too. I I actually I put um I played some of my picks last okay. week. I I only played the three afternoon games, just a little ten dollars, and I won. I had picked uh, I just picked the teams to win. I picked Dallas, I picked Philly, and I picked San Francisco. All three Solid. of those teams won, and go. I won me a couple a lot, couple of dollars. So I'm pretty happy with that. We might have to do like the triple A parlay of the week or something. <laughs> Ooh, like I like that. that. I like yeah. how that sounds. I like yeah. how that sounds. All right. So what I don't like how how things sound right now, uh, Ron Rivera, we're just going to kind of bite the bullet before we get into the uh, the game against the Bears. Ron Rivera was asked yesterday about his team. He was kind of asked. I think the questioning was along the lines of why are the commanders a step behind the rest of the division? Obviously, Philly sitting at five and oh, both the Cowboys and the Giants are at four and one. And his short answer was quarterback. 
And that raised a lot of eyebrows before he even expanded on it. Uh, you know, for me, he went out and got Carson Wentz. It was his his idea, you know, between him and the front office, they went and got Carson Wentz. So to say then that he is the issue, obviously expanded on a little bit, but to say that he is the issue is a little frustrating. It's got to be, I mean, it became a, a national topic. Let's put it that way. A lot of yeah. pundits ran with it. They talked about it on Monday Night Countdown. His former quarterback, Alex Smith, um, talked about it. So before we get into more of the expanded stuff and then him apologizing today, what were your initial thoughts when you saw that coming down? I thought I heard it wrong. I thought I heard it wrong just because it, it happened so quickly. And I don't I really I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on it because he did sure. apologize. But sure. when I heard it, like I was just like, I was like, damn quarterback. I'm like, like that? Like you saying it like that? And then obviously, yes, you know, the explanation, you know, is kind of helps helps expound. But I mean, hell, I've had I've been called out um, in the media before. I've had my name dropped by a head coach in the media before uh, due to like a lack of performance. Um, but the frustrating part was on my side, it was something different that was going on in the inner workings where it was like, don't let me get to saying this other thing. But, you know, I don't think it's going to be a back and forth. I'm sure that they're going to handle everything like a gentleman. Uh, but, yeah, I was I was surprised to hear that, you know, especially like you said, how they went out and got Carson Wentz and brought him in. It was really surprising to hear uh, him drop that position so quickly uh, as to why, uh, you know, the team is faltering. Yeah. And I think you went on to say that, you know, having a new quarterback is kind of what he meant by that. Um, still, I can't even get behind that though. And with the fact that Cooper rush, you know, is basically a new quarterback. Daniel Jones has an all new, uh, coach. He's basically a new quarterback. And, and I know that Jalen hurts is playing out of his mind, but you know, this is only his second full season. So I, I don't want to hear that as an excuse. Um, I think he did walk it back. He said today that he had a bad day. He, he apologized. I think he addressed the entire team along with Carson Wentz individually. So I think it's water under the bridge, but it is kind of uh, alarming with where you're at, that you're one and four and your your first instinct is to kind of point fingers. That's not a good look with, you know, a game coming up really quick and, and your season kind of riding on the line. I mean, I don't think we think the commanders are in a good spot, but go one and five and it's going to be scorched earth um, there. So. Uh, kind of frustrating, especially since we just talked about it, uh, maybe the episode, um, I think it was maybe the episode leading up to the Titans. I said that Ron Rivera was always really good about putting the blame on himself. I thought I felt like yeah. he always kind of turned it towards himself and kind of let the players play. And he yeah. went totally against that there with that comment. So yeah. that was kind of a frustrating move for me. Yeah, I mean, you know. When you talk about just the quarterback position, you can say, yeah, sure, quarterback. You can you can address it in multiple ways. You can say quarterback play. I mean, and all of those things are, you know, they're true, but it's definitely not the only thing. It's not right. the only thing. You know, so nobody, I don't want anybody to be like, it's, it's just hit, it's just wins. Like, like I said before, I said it last show, I say it time and time again. There's more positions on this team. Um, and then frankly, there's improvement that could be that needs to be had throughout the organization. I think he said from head to toe, and that includes from the training staff, the, the weight, the, the coaches, the weight coaches, the strength coaches, all the way up to the front office. 
Yeah. Everybody needs to play better. They need to coach better. They need to do their job better to help uplift this organization. So it's not just one person. It's not just one position. Yeah, and I, I think he realizes that, and I think the team realizes that, that everybody's got to play better. It's not just the quarterback. And if you're looking at stats strictly, Carson Wentz is a top-five passer. I think he's probably top six or seven in passing touchdowns. I know that that comes with a lot of context that goes with it. But, yeah, quarterback I think is – probably towards the bottom of the list for me. I think your 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 offensive line has got to be up there. Your secondary has got to be up there. And again, we could sit here and point fingers. The whole entire team could sit here and point fingers, but it just comes down to your one and four. You know, if if you were three and two, I could say maybe it is a position or two that is causing, you know, a couple of losses. But when you're one and four, nobody nobody should kind of be pumping themselves up. Everybody should be taking a look in the mirror and figuring out what's wrong. And, and, you know, the, we, we talked a little bit about, uh, you know, in the, in the recap of the Titans game that one way or another, you got a game on Thursday, you got a game 48 hours from now, you got to flush everything and you got to get back out there. Otherwise, um, you know, this thing's going to start to compound even more than it already has. Man, yeah, Jonathan Allen had some comments. He was saying that this game is so important. I think capital S and O important. Yeah. He says it's, it is a do or die uh, game for them. And, and it really is. It, it really is. If you want to have the ability to have some sort of momentum uh, going to the end of the season, you know, you just the way the way the division is going, you don't want to keep going in the opposite direction if everybody else is moving upwards and stacking W's. So, um, yeah. This is this is a big big game coming up this week uh, this weekend coming up on Thursday. Exactly. Well, let's get to it. So the Commanders head to Chicago to face the Bears. The Bears are two and three. They were sitting at two and one. They lost a, a couple of games in the last couple of weeks. They were close games. They were one score games to both the Giants, and I think they had the the lead um, late in the second half against the Vikings before the Vikings pulled away to to win by seven, I believe. So. The, the Chicago Bears, not a pushover by any means. you got to think that they're kind of fired up, hopefully trying to build off of some solid play and putting some things together. Justin Fields is still a work in progress, but they have a pretty solid rushing attack in David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert. Um, just an outsider's point of view, what are your initial thoughts on the Chicago Bears, the Windy City, uh, what, the, what the Bears have to offer so far this year? <laughs> Um, well, as a city, I love Chicago. Great, great city. Great, great food. Great architecture. Uh, take the architecture tour if you ever go. Um, as a team, I, they're just a work in progress. They're just a work in progress. And, and I feel like, you know, they're just trying to find ways to win. And, and they're probably looking at this game saying, hey, this is something that they would love to get a W. They're probably feeling fairly confident. I mean, you know, the spread has went down to just being a straight up pick. Just pick the winner now. Um, you know, so Chicago is one. They're one of those teams where they have enough talent, like talented players, that they can make some big plays. Justin Fields is a dangerous quarterback with his with his feet and with his arm. Um, you know, Darnell Mooney has made some great catches. Uh, this is just a it's, it's a team that has some splash players around. There, Roquan Smith on defense. You know, Coach Matt Eberflus. Uh, he comes from Dallas and from uh, from uh, Indianapolis as well. So he's going to have. You know, a lot of experience coaching. I know, I know, I've known Flus uh, from back with my time in Dallas. So he's going to have those guys well prepared. Uh, but they're still trying to find an identity. You know, I, I think that the, it feels like they're clashing with the old school and the new school with Justin Fields back there. It's like they they need to have a mind that's going to unleash his best abilities. But there's something about trying to hold to some of the old, uh, you know, old football uh, that that went down in Soldier Field. 
Yeah, they, they, they certainly run the, the ball well, or at least from an outsider's point of view with those two running backs. It seems like, you know, Khalil Herbert just kind of stepped in when David Montgomery was banged up and then Montgomery was back, added some some receptions in the receiving game, had a rushing touchdown last week against the Vikings. But I'm with you. It, it seems like um, I don't know if they feel like they're limited by Justin Fields or if they're trying to kind of work things up with him. But I think that they are by far uh, one of the last teams in, in passing. I think there was a stat that they had only had like 23 completions maybe through three weeks. Yeah. Um, so maybe it's coming, but this certainly should be a chance for the commander's defense to make a play or two. Um, they, yeah. they've played the run really well. I know Derek Henry was Derek Henry last week and, and that is what it is. But, uh, so far this season, they have really played the run very well. And I think if they can do that and kind of force Justin Fields to have to make some throws, you might crossing my fingers, hope to God, you can create a turnover or two, which you haven't done since week one. Uh, it seems like a decent recipe for this this commander's defense. Uh, when I went to look at the stats, yes, uh, the Bears are last in the NFL in passing yards, 679. They have three touchdowns and four interceptions on the season. But like on the rushing side, they are second in the league in rushing yards. So that is definitely going to be uh, their main focus. And, and, just like any, just like uh, the other game, whenever you're going up against a team with a strong running game, you got to find a way to slow that stuff down and make them do what they're not the best at. And in this instance, uh, making Justin Fields throw the ball is going to be your main bit of focus. I mean, they average 4.9 yards per carry. Uh, so, I mean, that's a that's a solid solid run running offense right there. Yeah, and and we know what Justin Fields can do with his legs too. When he gets in trouble, he can take off and run. He's second on the team in rushing behind Khalil Herbert. He's got a touchdown himself, um, but he's put the ball on the ground. I'm looking at it now. Four fumbles. I, I don't know how many of those that he lost, but the fact that he's fumbling and has thrown four interceptions, you got to kind of make this guy uncomfortable. I, I think. I think his talent is unbelievable. I've, I, you know, I saw him in college, saw him kind of close up here a little bit in, in at Georgia, um, but I think that he could be a, a, a Jalen Hurts down the line when he finally puts it together. But right now, he is raw, and you got to take advantage of that. Um, that's easier said than done, and you know, there's a lot that goes into it. The, the Bears obviously have to be looking at this game as a as a must win themselves, as a can win going up against a one and four team. So they're, they're no pushovers, but I kind of like the, the recipe here. I think Washington does has done pretty well against the running games that they've faced so far this year. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that they could do that again this week and, and maybe put the ball on the ground a couple of times and, and help the offense out a bit. Yeah. The Washington defense has given up 553 yards on the ground so far. And, <laughs> Uh, about five yards a carry, so that's that's well, actually four yards a carry. I'm sorry, but but the Bears defense they're at they're close to five yards a carry, 850 yeah. yards on the ground, eight touchdowns as well. So the the running game, having a running game for Washington, and then stopping a running game for Chicago should be should be huge. And and that grass at Soldier Field, it's a little bit slick. It's like a I don't know what type of uh, seed grass seed it is, but it's a different kind of grass. So you can a footing becomes an issue. Having to wear longer cleats becomes a thing. So, uh, yeah, running running the ball. That's good. That's probably going to be the way to play it. A, a good game for Antonio Gibson and Brian Robinson to get going. I think uh, Washington ran the ball seventeen times. You take out 
Um, Carson Wentz is five uh, scrambles. I don't think any of those were design runs. I'm going off the top of my head. So basically you ran the ball 10 to 12 times last week. That's not a recipe for success. I know it's a throw it around the yard kind of league now, but you need more than that. You need more than 10 rushing attempts with your leading rusher getting you 22 yards. They got to get something going. And we know that Chicago has always had a solid defense. We know that uh, about Roquan Smith. They, they got Eddie Jackson in the defensive secondary that can can make plays. But you got to establish something. Otherwise, you, you're letting Carson Wentz sit back there and just get pummeled. And we've seen over the last three, four weeks that that is not the the way to get the job done. You got. I'm not about the 50-50 balance run pass, but you got to be a little more than running it only 10 times. I mean, you got to keep the defense honest at the very least. No, 100%. I mean, I play receiver, um, but I understand the importance of running the ball. I mean, the reason I was able to get down the field and have big plays was because of the success of the running game. Plus, I'm fast as hell. Yeah, so those right. two things combined, you saw how Deami Brown had success getting deep, right? That's the type of thing that can happen when you have a running game that's actually producing, and it's and it's, and it's it's legitimate. It's legitimate. You, you don't really run – I'm not a fan of play action of stuff that's going horizontally. That doesn't do it for me. That may get a linebacker moving. You can get a little RPO. I'm trying to get downhill, yeah. you know, put the ball in the stomach of AG, Brian Robinson. Then you got to back up and then pop one up top, go deep ball. You know, that's what you got to do. That's what I'm looking for. Chicago will give you, will give you opportunities for that. Yeah, absolutely. And and Deami Brown's probably going to be another uh, big part of the offense on a short week. It sounds like Jahan Dotson's uh, not going to give it a go again with the hamstring kind of rest Smart. it, use this mini bye week to get fully healed um, for the rest of the year. Yeah, I agree. And I think that Deami showed that he can be that deep uh, threat. And you're right, if they can kind of draw that defense in even just a step, Deami, you know, even showed last year that speed is not the issue. It's it's getting him the ball and him tracking the ball down. So I could see him being another big component of this game. But I really think that we're going to see a lot of uh, uh, Gibson and Robinson. I got to think that they want to be able to run the ball. I don't think they're going to run into a wall over and over again. If it's not working, it's not working. But I, I think mm -hmm. they need to make a committed effort to go after the run game. And I think this could be the, the potential game to do it in. That is the truth. Uh, against the pass, the Bears given up just under a thousand yards so far on the year. Four touchdowns that they've given up and five picks. So they get their hands on the football, but they only have eight sacks. Mm. So that leads to me that ideally Carson Wentz is able to stand upright a lot. He won't have to worry about people being at his feet and they'll be able to make some throws into some zones. But like it's like like we've been preaching, gotta get that running game going. Get that running game going. Um a lot of times the running game is just a, a great way to calm a quarterback down. Yeah. And it, and whenever you see quarterbacks that play with teams that use a lot of play action, all their throws are thrown to wide open people and they make it easy for them. And it's like, man, I could do this. So yeah, if you, if you got this running game going that people are paying attention to and is bringing safeties down, yeah, you're going to get past people. They're going to beat one-on-one -on -one covered, and the throws are going to be a lot easier. Now, if you're going at, going at it with a complete opposite mindset, teams are expecting you to throw. The windows are tight. People are fast and, and very, very agile on the defensive side. And, we, we, and, and it's not like Washington has big receivers. No. You know, and, and I love them. Hell, we're all the same size. We're all 5'10", 5'11", you know, six foot. We're all in that same range. Uh, but – 
we don't have, it's not a Mac. It's not a Mike Evans where you can throw it around anywhere and he has a huge catch radius. You know, they're not six foot five. So you have to find ways to create more space for them. Take advantage of this uh, of this defense on Thursday. Absolutely. And and you mentioned they had five picks. I think I just saw that Eddie Jackson has three of those. So you guys know where number four is and you could probably avoid the interception ball. And that's, you know, yeah. Carson Wentz likes to take some shots and, you know, that could that could change. But, yeah, you're absolutely right. Another uh, big receiver that will that probably won't be out there. It sounded like Logan Thomas didn't practice again today. Um, I'd be shocked if he played. So it sounds like it's going to be Bates, Turner and Rogers again for the tight end. Maybe get some of those young those young tight ends involved. See if you can kind of work uh, them into the game too. Kind of mix it up a little bit. Everybody's going to be eyeballing Terry the whole way. Curtis Samuel as well. Maybe get those those tall uh, tight ends involved. Maybe kind of turn them into some makeshift big receivers there because they, they certainly have the size. It's just got they're 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 raw and um, so see what you can do there. Um, so what are you, what are your initial thoughts? You, you mentioned that or not initial kind of deep thoughts. If, if you're kind of picking this game, you said that it's a, an even straight up pick them uh, bears at home in the all orange alternate jerseys commanders coming off a tough loss. How do you see this one unfolding? Maybe give us an, an eye, maybe where you're leaning. Well, I'm hopeful that Washington will go out there and get the W, but so far there's, you just really can't just guarantee that right now. It's just needs to see who's going to show up the most, but who is it going to be the boys uh, in orange, the Chicago bears or are the commanders going to show up the most? I mean, both teams are coming off a very short week and they both need to get a win to get things going in the right direction. Uh, so for me, it's going to come down to who takes care of the football, uh, who's going to be more physical uh, and, and, and you please score some touchdowns. Yeah. After after last week, it can't be no 12 to 6, 12 to 9. All right, Joey Sly, I'm sorry, baby. Only extra points for you. All right. Yeah. We don't, we don't, we, nobody wants to see a low scoring affair on Thursday night. Get out there, get right. I mean, it's it's gonna be a tough match. It's gonna be a battle. It's just one of those games with you know two underdogs. They probably both underdogs in this game if, if they could do it, but yeah, you just you gotta you just gotta show up and just get back to basics. I mean mm-hmm. Ugly, ugly loss. You know, season's not going the way that you expect it. Let's just get back to basic. Let's just get physical. You know, throw and catch, tackle, and and you know, hopefully the score goes you know goes your way at the end. Yeah, this this is definitely not a pushover game for the Commanders. I think maybe when the schedule came out, you kind of circled this one as one that would uh, most likely go your way. But I, I can't lean that way. The way this team has come out slow week in and week out, uh, they got to show me something before I'm going to start believing in them. If they can put some drives together, if they can continue some of that momentum from the Tennessee game where the offense looked like it was kind of getting into rhythm, uh, maybe maybe I'll change my tune. But uh, to me, I think Chicago, just as much as the commanders need a win, the, the Chicago Bears need one too. They can't fall any farther behind. The Vikings look like they're legit sitting at 4-1. and one. We know the Packers are all, always a threat. Um, so they're, they're right there in the same boat and it's a winnable game for them. And they got to be feeling good with it being at home in the windy city with new jerseys and all that. The best way to take care of that is go out there and and do what you do well. And that's spread the ball around. But like we've seen Carson Wentz do when he's been successful, uh, go make some plays, throw some things at him that you haven't seen. And, and maybe we'll be changing our tune, but right, right now for me, I I can't help but give the edge to the bears as, as frustrating as that sounds. Um, but 
the, the commanders just haven't shown it to me. And until they put it together and they, until they put it together in a couple straight weeks, I'm going to find it hard to be picking this team to, to do much of anything. Yeah, it's, it's definitely one of those proven ones. It's just one of those proven mm-hmm. games. Every Like I've said before, it seems like every week has been a different storyline. You know, the first week, you know, it's, often starts late. Big comeback at the end. Uh, you get the win. Has everybody excited? But then going on from there, it's just a different storyline. One side starts late or penalties or outcoached in different scenarios. And it's like, hey, you know what? Every, everybody. Yeah. Get on the same page. I mean, short week, short, short weeks mean you're getting back to the basics because mm-hmm. the playbooks are not going to be expansive. I promise you they don't have enough time to. Yeah, you can scout ahead of time, but they don't have enough time to install a whole new, you know, package of plays. You're going to they're gonna, you're going to see basic you gonna see what teams do the best. And you get back to this and this is just a great way to hopefully, hopefully get a W. I, I, I need to see it. I need to see a great performance from the, from the guys. Yeah, absolutely. Go out there and change our minds. Uh, you got a quick week to turn it around. So, so turn it around. Make it happen. Uh, no better time to do it than under the lights and kind of sal- silence some of your doubters. I, I want to see Carson Wentz throw for four touchdowns, no picks, and 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 then we're talking about you know them getting rolling. But uh, prove us wrong because right now we know Commanders Nation is kind of feeling down in the dumps, but they got a chance to to turn it around and get some positives going, and then have a a mini bye week, which is so crucial, especially when you're kind of banged up right now. So a big chance to do it. As we mentioned, it's about an even uh, uh, call right now. Maybe that'll change leading up to kickoff, but it's anyone's game, literally, uh, both in Vegas and on the field. So uh, make it happen. Uh, We'll be back on Friday to break down the game. It's kind of a weird week with the Thursday game, so we'll break down the game on Friday. We'll also, also give you the rest of our picks, our awesome, amazing can't miss picks <laughs> and maybe we'll get a triple a parlay but uh all of those brought to you by bet online we'll give you all the odds and latest updates and all that um on friday after we wrap this one up Real i like quick, that triple a parlay man that's pretty yeah, good we might have to make a banner and a, a sign and everything for that but real quick nice. i'm throwing you on the spot here give me one x factor one player that that is going to make the difference for the commanders on thursday mm. I'm gonna. I'll start off. I think that Brian Robinson. He might not have 150 yards. I don't think I'm expecting that, but I think he's gonna have a couple of big runs that uh, draw that Bears defense in, that allows the deep game to happen for uh, the Commander. So give me Brian Robinson. You know, my first my first inclination was Terry McLaurin, but I think he's gonna get way too much attention early. Yeah. And as you mentioned, Eddie Jackson finds his way to that football. Right. Don't mess with that boy. So I'm gonna go to last week's uh, star player, Diami Brown. Okay. Diami Brown. I, I think that uh, as the game goes, he's gonna get some respect early. He's they're gonna say, okay, hey, you know, two it's can fly. Yeah. Two can fly. So give him a little respect. Um, but as the game goes around, they're gonna they're not gonna be able to you know always play off. They're gonna give him a chance to get deep, and I think he takes advantage. So Deami Brown, he's gonna be my X factor. All right, let's see what happens. Hopefully, we're talking to you on Friday after a big Commanders win on Amazon Prime. If you still haven't figured that out, uh, good luck. Uh, but it is on Amazon <laughs> Prime on Thursday Night Football. Uh, we'll be back to talk about it. Talk about all the rest of our. I might have said week five, week six picks. I can't believe we're in week six already. Um, we'll do that and more. Again, thanks to Bet Online. You can hear us on TuneIn, SiriusXM, all those places to check us out. This video will be up on YouTube as well. You can see my awesome mustache or lack thereof. Um, but we'll be back next time to talk to you guys, like we said, hopefully after a Commander's win. Thanks for checking out Believing Commanders. Yes, indeed. I'll be easy.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.